0: G'day, August Falcha, Gagilga Vrish, it's Mishamark. August is Mishadunal. So we're gonna give you some quick Halloween vocabulary, tell you a couple of scary stories and where Halloween came from. So we'll jump uh, straight into the vocabulary. Uh we've a few words here, uh just relating to things you might be doing yep. on Halloween. So Halloween itself is Ihasona. Ihasona. So uh Sona, the festival that would have that the Celts would have held, is also now the name of the month, November. I think um a lot of the festivals um and things that the Celts would have done throughout the year mm-hmm. then just became translated into English as their months because that's just how they spread out their calendar. Yep. So uh Ihasona. Ihasona. That's um Halloween Halloween night So you want uh, You want to dress up Dress up as a ghost uh, That would be Puka Puka That's a ghost uh, Or For your costume itself That's just Kula 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 Costume um, Or you're carving a pumpkin Pumpkin's a pretty easy one Pimp king. Pimpkin Pimpkin Pimp Pimking Pimking um okay. a tradition for the Celts throughout the festival um they would light massive bonfires for the spirits um and the word for bonfire then is chinacrava okay chinacrava so uh the Celts would have let them to um like give tribute to the spirits to appease them, keep them settled. Yep. A, a massive thing that everybody does, be it uh, illegal or <laughs> legal, uh, is uh, light fireworks. So the word for fireworks is Kalne. 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 Yep. Um, of course, we are going to do an infographic for all of these. So you'll get the spelling, you'll get the pronunciations. We're... Uh, Going to put it on Facebook and Twitter. yeah. So you get all of this. So, um, you want to go trick-or-treating? That would be class na class na I
1: don't know. Like, do you think we should go trick-or-treating?
0: trick or Are you having a laugh? I haven't been trick-or-treating in years. I am. I am. Go on trick-or-treating. It never dawned on me when I was younger, but free chocolate, free sweets. I, I mean, suppose. That's, yeah, let's do it. I'm just a really big child. That's all, that's all I am. I'd be going uh class in the core. <laughs> trick or treating. Um many many people it has become tradition to uh bob for apples. So apples is simply oola. 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 <laughs> la. So it's it quite it.
1: funny. Uh one year for Halloween instead because we had no apples and there was no shops open, so instead we bobbed for grapes.
0: You bobbed for grapes? Yep, I swear to you know, God. Just, like full mouthfuls of about four or five grapes it, all at one time. <laughs> it,
1: it, it became more of a challenge. How many grapes you could you get in your mouth while it's <laughs> bobbing for grapes? That's brilliant. Grapes. So if you ever stuck for uh, bobbing for apples, which in Irish is? Oola. Then make sure you have some grapes handy. A grapes handy, yeah. it would be a it's great, great fun.
0: See how many you can fit in your mouth at one time. That's lovely. Yeah, very good. Very, I don't know. Well, we had uh, the thing on our feet. There was nothing uh, else there. We had to keep ourselves happy. Nothing but initiative. Yep. Um, so everybody has a Halloween party, be it big or small. Yep. Uh, you have to have one because there are going to be kids and big kids like ourselves uh, going around trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah. We're not going trick-or-treating, but I wish we were. Uh, and, yeah, obviously, you just got to have a bit of sweets and chocolate lying around just to give the kids when they get to the door. Um. So... Party is kosher, kosher. So that's party. Uh. So our phrase of the week is, of course, um, I I love this. It could it, it couldn't have been anything else? Biggy Kuramok lesh na That's biggie Kuramok lesh na galnishin, and that is, be careful with those fireworks. And you really they should are, be. They are dangerous. Ah, uh, so just be Guy Be be careful.
1: Of course, we have our favourite segment, which is obviously histories. I love the name. I do. I every week. I just. I love saying it. Um, I'm gonna start straight into our first story.
0: Okay. The, uh one,
1: I think. Story one. Story one. Yep. Yeah. The vanishing island of Ballycotton. So, in eighteen seventy-eight. The people of the small seaside town of Ballycotton received the surprise of a lifetime when a brand new island had suddenly appeared in the ocean. It was apparent that it was neither whale nor sea monster as people could see plainly the newborn island's coastline complete with very real forests and fields. After staring at the mysterious island for a while a few fishermen took to their boats to the sea to check out their newest neighbour. However, before they managed to get too close the entire large island suddenly vanished in the thin air. Strange as this event may seem, these mysterious phantom islands have actually been reported in several coastal areas of Ireland. Although generally written off as detailed mirages and other optical illusions, there is another intriguing theory. Old Irish legends tell of a fantastical island of plenty known as High Brazil. The island is supposed to be located somewhere off the western coast of Ireland and several people have reported either visiting the place or witnessing its appearance and disappearance. Now how are spooky is that? Yeah, that's quite frightening. A whole island. A whole islands. Like not just one, there's many islands all around the place. Shrouded in a mystical fog. That's, yeah. Uh,
0: that would be some sight. I I always I would always love to see something like that.
1: Wouldn't it be amazing? It would be unreal. It would I freak you out though.
0: Oh would, yeah, not but it's yeah, just an
1: island disappearing. I, I think it would be a fantastical like exactly what
0: it says yeah. it's exactly what it is it would be unreal I'd love to see something like that
1: so straight into story 2 then story 2 alright then let's go the black cat of Killikey many large houses have cats roaming around their grounds hunting rats and doing whatever cats do all day the Killikey house in Dublin was particularly unfortunate in this respect because the cat stalking its halls and grounds was clearly supernatural if it was an animal at all The black cat of Killalee is an old, legendary creature that has reportedly been sighted in the area for centuries. However, this legend really sprung to life in 1968, when a young couple brought the rundown Killalee house and started renovating it. The workers soon reported strange sounds and eerie events which accumulated when a huge black cat with glowing demon eyes started haunting them. An animal appeared and vanished into the blink of an eye, which scared the workers greatly. The lady of the house first thought the workmen were merely superstitious, but soon she and her husband started encountering the beast as well. The black cat appeared in hallways and areas with clearly locked doors, staring and snarling at frightened witnesses. Before long, an exorcism was performed in the premises. This took care of the cat, at least for a few months. An unwitting séance was held by a group of actors, not only brought the cat back, but also caused the house to be haunted by a pair of ghostly nuns. Now I'd say that this house is still haunted to this day by the three creatures. Now,
0: that would that would be terrifying. That's like
1: nuns and evil cats yeah it's just the
0: worst thing ever it's like old <laughs> evil cat ladies cat yeah cats used to actually just like ordinary cats on their own used to freak me out a little yeah, bit
1: especially if they hiss
0: yeah the hissing cats but you, you said that cat was snarling like a like a dog that's well, that, that was, would be that this would was like a big, a big a big big yeah cat. yeah now bait not just some not just a house wee, cat, wee small cat we're talking like a tiger with glowing demon eyes yeah that's horrifying that yeah, that would be enough. That would be me up out and away to an entire new country. <laughs> I'm moving. Yep, <laughs> straight <laughs> out of here. Uh, yeah, that would be me away. That's that's enough excitement for me. I, I can deal with vanishing islands. I don't deal with vanishing it, glowing cat eyes. cats. Yeah. No, no, that's, no, It's
1: a step too far. What if the cat comes from the vanishing islands? Well, that's 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 something to say. No. Well, I'm
0: not visiting the island. Like I'm, I'm just. <laughs> Well, Just be, looking at it from a distance as it vanishes. <laughs> the,
1: the cat's visiting you, so it doesn't matter. Oh, God, please. But no. it's okay. It's only there for a blink of an eye. But it would still scare the hell out of you. Yeah, that would it
0: would stick with you for your whole life, seeing oh, yeah. something like that. Yeah, definitely.
1: And nobody would believe you. That's, I think that, that would be the worst thing. Well, the fact that the lady of the house didn't believe them to start with Yeah. is, you know,
0: so... It, it's it, that It would be... Horrifying and infuriating at the same time. Yeah, just that nobody's believing you, but this thing is like just there to freak you out, just to ruin your day. <laughs> it's
1: really, it's really something you have to see to believe, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, uh, horrible, horrible. I'd rather not see it though. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, no. I'm good where I am. I, I'll
0: just watch the island vanish from, from yes. the shore. So we're going to run through a brief history of Halloween, where Halloween came from. Um, it's arguably, uh, one of the biggest impacts that Celtic culture has on modern, well, on like modern day living on, on our modern world. Yep. So you would obviously have like Halloween would be celebrated here and across the water in like England, Scotland and Wales um, and <clears throat> America all over where people uh, go door to door. They dress up trick or treating, um, trying to, you know, relive this old, uh, this really, really old tradition. Yeah. And where it's come from is, it was uh, a festival in the Celtic times uh, called Sowan. Okay. So it was at the end of summer and obviously also at the end of the harvest where you were kind of crossing over into the Celtic winter. And because you're talking about like such such a long time ago it's going to be like these cold dark nights and a lot of people died in that time yeah uh, because it was so long ago obviously if you were sick you would have succumbed to the cold um and you wouldn't have made it through the winter yeah Uh so the celts believed that someone that the day the 31st of october um well what is now the 31st of october that the line between the spirit world and the living world yep. became blurred. So, as well as like these spirits coming and causing some havoc and destroying crops, the Celts also believed that this blurred line made it easier for the Druids, which at the time were these Celtic priests that had powers, they believed that it made it easier for the Druids to harness all this energy and make predictions on the future. So as well as it being uh, almost a kind of destructive, scary time, it also brought comfort in terms of the Celts having a peek into what the future had in store for them. Oh, right. Okay. So what they would do is they would put out the fires in their hearths. Yep. And the druids built these massive sacred bonfires, and the Celts would bring crops and animals to sacrifice in the bonfires uh to kind of appease their deities mm. so to keep their gods satisfied yeah um and when that celebration was over, they would then relight the fires in their hearth uh with the sacred bonfires um so they they believed that, that would have protected them from the colds of the winter. Yep. And all this was all this was all very, kind of, pagan worshipping, uh, and all very all very Celtic, obviously. Um, but there came a time when the Roman Empire had to come across Europe and taken over a lot of what was Celtic territory. So you're talking about like northern france the uk yeah. all that kind of area uh that the that the romans had taken over um and this celtic tradition began to blend with some roman traditions and they the romans had uh kind of like a god that are a symbol or sorry they had they had a god uh whose whose name i'm going to butcher but i think it's pronounced pomona okay um and she was like the symbol or the the goddess of fruit and trees and her symbol was the apple okay and it's believed that that amalgamation is where the tradition of bobbing for apples comes from
1: oh so it was
0: a mixture of celtic tradition and roman tradition Uh that fused together and you got this bobbing for apples on halloween it's no grapes though it's, it's no grapes, that's true, yeah. Um, so, obviously, soon after this, the. Uh, there would have been a heavy Catholic influence uh, across all of the Celtic territory, like what's now Ireland. Um, and they tried to spin all the all the Celts' old pagan traditions and bring them into the into Catholicism to make it easier for the Celts to transition their religious beliefs. Yeah. So that they were no longer like worshipping spirits and multiple gods, that they only had this one Catholic God. Um and the the Catholic church had this tradition a uh, kind of around the same time of respecting martyrs for the catholic church and this kind of uh grew to become respecting saints and martyrs yep and when they kind of brought this alongside the celtic tradition of respecting the dead that's where the, that's where it kind of the christian tra- tradition comes in of respecting all of the dead so not just Their saints and martyrs, they began to respect all of the dead. All of them, yeah. Um, And it became known as All Souls Day, or Hallow's Day. Okay. And then the 31st of October, which was the day before what the Christian tradition had become. Mm -hmm. uh, The 31st of October would have been the old Celtic tradition. That's where that would have been held. That became known as All Hallow's Eve, which then became Halloween. Ah, that's
1: really so, interesting.
0: Yeah, it's it's a a, a really large transition yeah. from what was originally a Celtic tradition to like make sacrifices and organize these bonfires they would have dressed up at the time. Yeah. In like animal heads and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And how that like transitioned across into what is now Halloween through multiple cultures coming together. And just amalgamating into what is now our modern Halloween. That's amazing. I really like that. Yeah. So all Halloween then obviously would have been spread through a bit of Europe and where those Celtic regions would have been. Yeah. And then with the mass migration um, caused by the famine in Ireland uh, across the America. So there were millions of people moved across the America and that's where they would have brought all those traditions. Yeah. So that's our history of Halloween. That's where Halloween comes from.
1: Halloween history.
0: Oh dear. <laughs> I got, almost got away with it. No, you didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's perfect sense. Our, our Halloween history, which is a part of our history.
1: One for the ages. Yeah.
0: So to wrap up our Halloween-themed episode, we're just going to throw out a couple more of our counties which we said we would be
1: doing over the sixteen weeks. So another two this week? Do you want me to start then? Yeah, you go ahead. So I have uh picked Arma which is Ardvaha. Ardvaha. Ardvaha nice, yeah. in Irish. And um this literally means uh Maha's height. Now Maha was an Irish goddess. Um who was associated in Ulster and Armagh. And there's a very interesting history story that I will be talking about next week. So tune in to listen to that. Well, a little bit of a teaser. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I have a very simple one this week. It's Carlo,
0: which in Irish is Carloch. Right. And it simply means four lakes. So Carloch, uh, which is Carlo, and it means four lakes. Very simple. Very simple. So, we hope you had a very happy Halloween. We certainly did. And hopefully, with no uh, firework incidents. Oh, yeah, of course. Biggie Koromach, uh, Be careful with those fireworks. Of course. And Chiefy Meshiv, Shakt and Shahogan.
1: We'll see you all next week. Slan and